You are listening to the fastest growing sports investing podcast in the world. If you're looking for no-nonsense, actionable sports investing information and insight, all geared to increase your bankroll, you've come to the right place. And now, the wait is over. Direct from the real MrACL.com, this is the ACL Pod featuring Captain Wags. I give you A-C-L. Welcome in, everybody, to the ACL podcast featuring Cap'n Wags. I am ACL. He is Wags. We are here, the inaugural show for the new brand, the new podcast. Here we are. Wags, very excited for this endeavor. Glad to have you as my co-host. How you doing? Yeah, man, I'm pumped. Super excited about this. Uh, you know, was on some guest spots for the last couple years. You brought me in, uh, what, about two, two and a half years ago. Worked yep. with you and beating the bookie and then we worked together then and you know what we've known each other for at least 15 years on top of that so Mm -hmm. this moves extremely exciting for me uh puts me in a new position obviously you know fought a little bit about getting that uh you know having to put the (laughs) nhl in front of cap and wags because you know i I do a lot more than that but you know we we worked that out and you know i'm just really excited about this opportunity i I can't imagine how, how you must feel right now i'm pumped man i mean um you know, we'll obviously get into it. We had a, a, a good amount of questions, I'll say, on sort of, you know, why I moved over, what was going on with the whole thing with BTV. We'll we'll dive into that. I'm sure people have been asking. But yeah, I mean, just as far as this goes, glad to have, you know, the website, therealmisteracl.com. Glad to have you on board, as you said, you know, and, and it's, it's 100% true. Your bread and butter with me for uh, basically as long as I've known you has been NHL because, you know, I, I know enough to know what I don't know, as I like to tell people. And hockey is certainly one of those things that I don't cap. I don't know anything much about it, but I know that you do. So um, hockey was always sort of my go-to for you. But as, of course, um, you know, I, I've known, you certainly do very, very well at football as well. So obviously glad to have you on board. And hopefully, as we'll jump into a little bit here, we are going to have football in the coming months to be betting on. I'm pretty bullish on the NFL. College we'll discuss as well. But uh, yeah, man, glad to have you guys uh, on here. And again, um, to, if you guys want to, you know, find search the pod, just type in ACL pod and it should pop up Spotify, iTunes, whatever. So, uh, there's a link as well. It's on uh, Apple iTunes and all that good stuff. But if you search ACL pod, it definitely should pop up there. Yep. Like you um, said, Hey, hey, real quick, before we jump into anything, let me ask you something that's on everyone's mind. <laughs> What happened with ACL and BTB? And what's the future look like now that the real Mr. ACL, or as I like to call you, Miracle, is now kind of doing his own thing? (laughs) Tell me what the future looks like. Tell us what happened. We all want to know. Wags, I hate to disappoint you and everybody listening. And I would love to come on, not love, but I'm sure many people would love for me to come on and say, me and BTB had this brawl. He gave me two black eyes. I gave him two black (laughs) eyes, knocked a few front teeth out. I stormed out. I said, the hell with you. We're done. That's not quite. <laughs> That's exactly not what happened. happened. <laughs> it's not what happened. I promise oh, you guys. Me and BTB had a very civil conversation. He's a great guy. I worked with him for a number of years. As you guys know, we had a ton yep, of success. Yep. It's just one of those things. I mean, look, any work situation, anytime when people work together, collaborate, whatever, they're, usually those things don't last forever. So we had just hit a point where it was time to kind of go our own ways. Um, we had been having this talk, I'd say, for some time now on, you know, when this day was going to come, right? Because we knew that it was going to come eventually. I will say this, though. 
if the whole COVID Corona shutdown had not happened in March, it probably wouldn't have happened this year. Um, simply because, you know, March was, was here. Me and BTB were fully on board getting ready for March madness. I think this whole thing happened like March 12th. Right. Um, so what, you know, what, when that started and then it started the chain reaction, there's no baseball, there's no football to get ready for at least potentially, um, NBA shut down, hockey shut down with you. Everything was just sort of on hold. So it definitely gave us time to kind of think, talk things out, figure things out as far as a timeline and all that. So um, it was one of those things that it was eventually going to happen probably in the next year or two. Um, but it just had it. It happened now because of, you know, situations and Corona and all that. So uh, he's happy. I'm happy. You're happy. Everyone's good. We have the pod now. We have, the, our, you know, me and you have our own thing going. So. Uh, super excited about that. That's the story, guys. I'm really sorry to, to disappoint, especially all those trolls out there who wanted me to give you some, uh, you know, shit talking story about VTB. Not going to happen. Man, I, I, I was wondering what happened to your teeth, but I guess that was from something else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good. Yeah, it was from something else. Exactly. Um, no, VTB did not get a good left jab in on me there. So we are good. We are good. So that's the story. Sorry to disappoint, but that's honestly the truth. He's sticking to it, guys. He's sticking to it. So. Yes, yes, yes. All right, Wags. Um, I want to jump into, and guys, uh, on this pod, uh, we are going to be joined by the one and only Dave Mason in a little bit over at Bet Online. We're also going to be joined by Chris Andrews. Uh, sportsbook director at the South Point in Las Vegas. They're going to be talking about where their shops are now and Corona, uh, where the sharp action is from a future standpoint and all major sports and all that. So that'll be coming on as well. Great Very happy guys. to have those yeah. guys on. I'm sure those guys will give us some good insight into what's been going on and um, you know what they're looking forward to. Totally. Uh, all right. Elephant in the room, football, Corona, college football, NFL. I am much more bullish on the NFL happening. I think it's going to happen. Roger Goodell has too much money at stake. I definitely feel good about the NFL college. Uh, obviously, we're not going to have a regular full 12-game schedule as some teams have already kind of cut back, conference only, all that. Where are you right now as far as your handicapping NFL versus college? Are you kind of taking a wait and see on most of the college stuff now? Yeah, you know, I, I think – Typically, I'm all in on college, right? NFL, I'm definitely right there, but I put a big focus on on college. I think there's just, you know, first off, there's a lot more teams. There's a lot more variability. Um, So I'm typically at this point um, really geared up on college, looking at depth and things like that. Uh, You know, I still got my magazines on order, so I'm going to flip through those. But right now, like you, I think NFL is going to happen. From what I'm hearing, college is probably not going to happen this fall. I mean, uh, I don't want to you know, jump the gun here, but you know, it's looking like it might push into, you know, into winter spring, right? or, or into, yeah. the, into the spring. And yeah. I, you know, I think everybody's hopeful, but I, I also think it would be incredible. Um, you know, how awesome would it be if, if we were able to watch pro September, October, November, December playoffs, Super Bowl, and then right after, you know, <laughs> yeah. that Super Bowl, we, we're, we're in the middle of college football right now. And that goes, February, March, April, May. I mean, even if they do a shortened season, you're, you're looking at, you know, ending the season in, in mid-April. Um, and then you're flowing right into the NFL draft. I mean, you know, maybe they push it back a couple of weeks, but you're talking about a full year of football, college and pro, no breaks. And um, I think everybody would love that. I don't think it's going to happen forever if it does. Um, but, I, you know, that's kind of where I am. I'm putting... Um, you know, most of my eggs in the NFL basket right now, uh, like you said, I don't think Goodell's going to want to, you know, 
lose any money here. I mean, at worst, I think we're we're looking at a shortened season, mm-hmm. um, and at best, you know, maybe we get a, a playoff, a preseason game, uh, full season, and and you know, we'll be going. Uh, you know, hopefully there are no hiccups. Here's my thing with if college moves into the spring, say it starts in March after the NFL, the NFL draft is not going to change. Roger Goodell could give a crap what the uh, what the NCAA does. He's going to have his NFL draft when he wants to have it, which I think for now is still April 2021, right? Yep. If you're Trevor Lawrence, as an example, and the college football season is moved to the beginning of March 2021, but you have the NFL draft coming up a month later, and you're going to be the number one pick and make $30 million guaranteed, you're not going to be playing. Yep, yep. <laughs> you're definitely not playing. So, I mean – I, I go back and forth because I'm, I'm a man of like, uh, you know, honorability to the, you know, camaraderie, uh, being with the team and, and looking at that. But then you, you look ahead and you see that $30 million contract. You're not playing. I mean, you, no. you just uh, you got to be selfish sometimes. And, and this is one of the times. And I, I honestly think that the, his teammates would, you know, most teammates would understand. So, um, yeah, you, you got you to gotta, you gotta get paid. And that's why they're there. And that's, you know, what they're looking to do. I totally agree. And it's different than the bowl situation that we've seen in the last couple of years where I think Christian McCaffrey started it, right? These guys are sitting out the bowl games. They're not playing. I can get where some teammates might be, you know, sort of look at that guy like, eh, you're going to sit out the, you know, the bowl game. This situation where those top guys, I mean, if you're a first, maybe even, even a second round pick, um, it's hard to see those guys playing if, if they move it to the spring. So No doubt. I mean, unless you think you're, I mean, if you're a first round guy, like you said, maybe second round, you're, you're, you're sitting out. Um, some guys may may take it, um, you know, depending on who they're matched up against or who, what they got left, uh, take it as, um, you know, moving up in the draft and, and try totally, to get better totally. draft value. So uh, you're going to see those guys play their hearts out. I will say this about Heisman Trophy futures, guys. Um, any Heisman Trophy future that you make now or in the next few months, and if they move it to the spring, that's going to stand probably. Most obviously read the fine printer, all that, but most books will keep those bets. If they move the football season to the spring, have it, they'll they will obviously have a Heisman Trophy winner if they can play the full season. So if you're betting on you know Trevor Lawrence to win the Heisman Trophy right now, um, and I'm just pulling up the odds here. He's plus 400 at the Superbook in Las Vegas. Don't take that bet. Don't take that bet normally if it was a if there was no coronavirus. I mean, plus 400 to win the Heisman, it, not very good odds. Definitely not very good odds on somebody that might not even be playing in this particular season. So any Heisman Trophy bets, you want to look at guys, um, uh, Mons over at uh, Texas A&M, a guy like that who sort of would have to play, wouldn't be good enough to not play, but would would sort of uh, go up the leaderboard as far as Heisman Trophy futures goes if they move the season because a guy like Lawrence, a guy like um, uh, Justin Fields potentially might not play. It's sort of TBD, but you definitely want to factor that in if you're betting the Heisman Trophy. Absolutely. That goes for all seasons, right? I mean, you you always want to take a long shot early um, because later on, Lawrence's odds are not going to drop so terribly from four to one. I mean, maybe you'll see two to one, but at that point, you know, you're almost a hedging yourself, right? Because if you get a guy right now, 20, 25, 30 to one, um, and, and he starts crushing it, you're, you, his odds are just going to get worse and worse. I mean, better for you that you got him early. 
That's right. That's right. Kellen Mond, just look it up, 50-1 to in the Superbook. So that's the guy that I'm talking about. And, and, again, I'm just talking about if the season gets moved to the spring. So we'll see. As far as the NFL side, uh, we are going to be doing, you and I are going to be doing the uh, individual podcast for the teams, uh, very similar to what I did with uh, BTB last year. So those will be coming out, I think, August is what we sort of roughly decided on for now. We're going to be putting out one new team one each day. So basically it will fill up the entire month of August there, take you guys right into the season. We'll be talking, you know, season wins, uh, free agent additions, all that good stuff for each each individual team. So definitely be on the lookout for that. And, you know, you and I talked, Wags, I think we both feel confident that that will be time well spent because whether they do a shortened season, whether they do something uh, or, or, you know, shorten it, move it, whatever, there there will be something here uh, as far as the NFL. It's very difficult at this point to just see them laying off the whole season, moving the whole season, whatever. Obviously, if this if they go from a 16 to a 12, you're obviously going to have to change the season win total and all that. But the division numbers will stay the same. Uh, conference, Super Bowl odds will stay the same as well. Absolutely. Look, I'm capping NFL as a full go because if if any season's happening, it's going to be them. Uh, You know, I already started analyzing some depth in the trenches. And, you know, I'm a firm believer that's where things matter. Uh, Last year, for example, a lot of people were sleeping on Tennessee, Derrick Henry. I mean, a guy blew up and, uh, you know, everybody was saying he's not going to do anything, even in in the fantasy stuff. uh, You know, I heard from the peanut gallery and that was my my big season total last year. Tennessee over eight. They were Mm -hmm. actually plus money. It was a great collect right there. Um, because their offensive line, they, they added some key uh, pieces there. So um, that's kind of where I'm looking now. Uh, and, you know, you, you just got to cap it as a full go. And, again, college on the back burner. You're hopeful, uh, but you got to kind of put your eggs uh, more in the NFL basket at this point. Let's not forget, your favorite player is Ryan Tannehill as well. I know you <laughs> have his jersey. BTB is a, sort of a fan, but, I mean, you're that's your guy, right? I mean, you had his Dolphins jersey up on your wall. You had a couple posters. He was on your, your uh, phone background, right? So as soon as they sign him, boom, you're running to the window, five-figure bet, Tennessee over eight. I, I was just happy that they had a chance that Mariota was gone. I mean, that guy uh, just never panned out. And Tannehill – while, while everything you just said is a complete lie, uh, <laughs> I, I mean, look, the guy, the guy proved everybody wrong. I mean, it's almost the Dolphins are cursed. Everybody goes there. They're average. They're not. It's going to change this good. year, my friend. It's going to change this and year. They got, sudden, the, they got the guy. They got two. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see what he can do. You know, we'll, we'll see what he does coming off the injury. Uh, we'll see how the offensive line is blocking for him. We'll see. Uh, you know, look, this is a guy that had um, great success in college, but he was playing with the greatest line in front of him and great receivers, right? Three of those guys were uh, first or second round receivers. So now uh, he's coming in to a team, you know, they're definitely on the rise, right? Dolphins are, are actually doing a pretty good job uh, down in South Florida uh, with their draft picks. I think they're going in a good direction, and we'll see what he can do. It's going to be a different situation for him. Brian Flores, 20 to 1 to currently win NFL Coach of the Year, sixth on the betting board. Whenever you're looking at something like that, guys, you want to take a look at, at teams that are projected to be poor, like the Dolphins. Their win total this year is 6.5 plus 118 on the over, so they're projected to win six games. And if Flores can get this team to 8, 9, 10 wins, that's the guy that you want. There's only five guys ahead of them to win Coach of the Year Arians, Belichick who seemingly is never going to win it uh, just because his expectations are so high. (laughs) McCarthy, Shanahan, and Stefanski. So take a look at Blind Forest, 21. There's probably worse bets out there as far as coach of the year. Um, But, yeah, man, I've I've been really starting to – and, again, my normal process is June, July for NFL. 
um, as far as win total. I like to kind of let things settle after the draft, after free agency, all that. Um, I know some guys start maybe around the draft like in May. Um, I like to, again, kind of see how things play out and then really, really jump into NFL in June. So I, I really have started that over the past few weeks. Really excited about it as well. Um, so we shall see. Fingers crossed on college. Obviously, I think we're all going to know more on that in the, in the coming weeks. Um, what the conferences did, they announced what the conference-only stuff, like a, was it like a week ago or something like that? Yeah, I'm, I'm exactly. I'm, I'm curious to know what our guys coming up, uh, you know, if Dave Mason or Chris Andrews has, has any insight there because – um, those will be good guys, right? They're always in the know. They have a lot of connections, so we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens uh, when we talk to them. Uh, but, yeah, you know, again, NFL first right now, college second. Uh, for me, it's not usually like that. I know it is for you, but, um, you know, I, I guess we'll, we'll just have to play the cards as they're dealt. Absolutely. That's all we can do one day at a time. All right, guys, and now I want to bring to the podcast two extremely well-known voices in the industry. First, the one and only Chris Andrews, South Point Sportsbook Director in Las Vegas. And following Chris, we're going to bring in Dave Mason from Bet Online to let everyone know where the sharp action is. Before I bring on Chris and Dave, a quick word from Anchor, our sponsor. And with that, I want to welcome in the one and only Chris Andrews, Sportsbook Director at the South Point Hotel and Casino in Las Vegas. You can follow him on Twitter, and you really should. He's a great follow, at Andrews Sports. And, of course, he is the author of a terrific book titled Then One Day, which is available on Amazon as well. Chris, welcome into the show, my friend. It's certainly a crazy time in sports this year, to say the absolute least. Uh, Generally speaking, how are you holding up? How are things overall in the book right now? Uh, well, you know, we're doing okay. We're, we're, we're in the black with our figures. Not much. Uh, I've commiserated with a couple other guys. We're all kind of in the same boat. Uh, these are not the, uh, this isn't the gravy train that we're used to, you know, with the football, baseball, basketball, even hockey, you know, so we're, we're scrambling. Uh, you know, limits, I guess, are relatively low. And uh, you're just trying to turn a profit, keep everybody employed. We're back to our full crew, actually, right now. Good. So that's good. And, and I'm making uh, – Michael gone is very happy. And uh, as long as we're making a profit and Michael's happy and I got all my employees at work, I'm very happy as well. Yeah, things definitely could be worse. Now, you guys reopened as far as, like, allowing people in there, what, back in May? I think maybe your mobile opened up as well. I think I saw people were able to do, like, drive-through deposits on the mobile, something like that. How has business been since you guys kind of fully reopened there? Well, you know, I, I, it's been surprisingly good. You know, uh, the the soccer can be kind of hit and miss. Uh, it's always been that way in Las Vegas. Um, but this year we've actually built a very good soccer clientele. We're trying to show as many games on TV so people can uh, come into the sports book, into the casino. So we're trying to show as many games as we can on TV. And uh, the handle has been very, very good. Now the win, like I said, we're, we're eking out a very small living. Uh, handle's been good, better than I thought. UFC has been terrific. Um, and again, that's a little hit and miss too. Depends on how good the card is. Some of the cards have been very strong, and some have been a little lackluster, I would say. And, but the good, the good handle—I mean, the good—the uh, good card brings in a really good handle. And uh, I showed Michael just the other day uh, what we were calling a good handle about, let's say, maybe six weeks ago. 
we were three times that the other day, not this wow. past Saturday, but the one before that. So uh, we, you know, the business has really grown. People, listen, people love action, and this is one of the things that, uh, it's not my favorite sport, but a lot of guys like it, and it is exciting, and uh, that's really brought in quite a bit of business. You guys didn't mess around with, like, the ping pong or any kind of those off-the-walls, no. things like that? Okay, okay. No, <laughs> no. Uh, golf, though, Michael you told me he'd, he'd kill me if I <laughs> came to him one day and said, yo, we need this Russian guy that we've never heard of for like six figures tonight. Well, I'm <laughs> sure he you... would absolutely murder me. <laughs> we don't want that. Well, I'm sure you heard, you know, they, uh, you know, some of the books had to basically take, take ping pong off the board because sure. they were having all these issues, which is not entirely shocking. Yeah. <laughs> not in the least. So that's one another reason we didn't book it. Yeah. So. Totally understand with that. Uh, baseball, of course, starting up this week, Thursday, opening day, Yankees at nationals. Where are you guys from a liability standpoint on MLB futures? Do you have a biggest liability, a biggest win, et cetera? Uh, right now, our the World Series is in pretty decent shape. You know, we're nothing too crazy. But where we do have some vulnerability is in the division race. Hmm. And uh, guys are betting some of these long shots and. You know, I, I really didn't even put out that big of prices. I know some other guys had much bigger prices than I did. But uh, guys are still betting them. You know, uh, you know, like, you know, the Marlins, we lose, you know, pretty good on the Marlins. We lose real good on the Tigers, you know, well into six figures. Um, you know, can it happen? You know, I, I mean, I guess it can in a 60-game season, um, I, you know, Listen, I hope they threw their money away. <laughs> I kind of think they did. But uh, with the 60-game season, a lot of crazy things can happen. And that's right now where our vulnerability lies. Uh, you know, pennant, there's, you know, the White Sox, you know, last couple of years have always brought in some uh, pretty decent play. And I can understand that. Uh, we've got a couple others in the World Series. Uh, but, but nothing out of line. And really, right now, the sweat that I'm going to be looking at from the beginning of the season it will be uh, on those divisions. I'm glad you brought up the divisions, and specifically the Marlins. A shot back east had them to win the not the, the pennant, not the World Series, to win the division. 200-1 to 1 to win the National League East. They have since dropped those odds to 100-1. to 1. And I'm yeah. hearing a lot of the exact same thing. You know, over a 162-game sample size, the top teams almost always rise to the top. There's just too much of a sample size for a team like the Marlins, the Orioles, the Tigers to make a run. But when you're talking 60 games, I mean, anything can happen. The L.A. Dodgers a few years ago, the year that they made the World Series, I'm sure, you know, you um, you you recall this. They started off very, very poorly. They were like 10 games under 500, yeah. something like that. So. Yeah. You know, a team like the Marlins, you're right, it's probably throwing away money. I mean, their win total is 24.5. The Tigers, I believe, off the top of my head is 22.5. The Orioles is like 21. So for a team like that to win the division, they're probably going to have to get into the mid-30s. Is it likely? No. Is it possible during a 60-game sample size? Yes. So um, you said six-figure loss. Now, that's if the Tigers win the division. You're saying that's a six-figure hit? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So, and like I said, I know guys had some bigger prices than I did. Tigers probably worst. Uh, Orioles aren't so good. The Kansas City Royals aren't so good for us. I mean, and, uh, you know, the Pirates, mm, they, you know, I, I'm, I'm from Pittsburgh, so I'm pretty skeptical about the Pirates. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I don't division. think they're going to have a very good, yeah, that, that is a very tough division, right? Um, 
you know, I, you know, I don't know. Yeah, you mentioned the Dodgers. Yeah, a couple of years ago, they had a horrible record to start the season. And I remember jacking up their price pretty good to win the World Series and, and got some money. You know, some guys were sharp enough to play that at the time. Uh, looked at Nationals last year. Uh, you know, they were uh, way behind. They looked like they were out of it. 19 and, and 31, 50 on. games in. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, so they came on to win their World Series. And, uh, yeah, so, I mean, some crazy, crazy stuff can happen. Uh, you know, I've been around, this is like my 41st year here in Las Vegas. So I know there's some things that don't figure that all of a sudden they jump up and happen. And you say, holy cow, how did I not see that? Yeah, but, yeah. I, yeah. I, uh, I, you know, if you're if you're a long shot baseball player, this is the year to do it, I think. Yeah. Um, I'm certainly I, not I, I up there in prices. So. Not you know, not sure that the Marlins at two hundred to one or hundred to one are going to get there just because they play, in my opinion, the hardest division in baseball. If they were in some other division, maybe so. But man, they have to, they have a gauntlet, and of course, they have to play the American League East as well in their non non division yeah, game. Yeah, that's so. another thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'd be looking. You know, I mean, it's in the number kind of between the Orioles and the Marlins. Uh, boy, the season win total. That's you know, I'm running them pretty low. I think the Orioles are running 21 right yeah. now. And I want to say 21 and a half on the Marlins. I can't quite remember, but they're they're both pretty low. I think the Orioles might be really bad this year. They're a team that I could see once they start. You know, if they start nine and 22 or something. Those guys mail it in. I don't want to be here quitting, fire sale, that kind of thing. Sure. So if I'm playing sure. anything on the Orioles, it's the under for sure. Um, moving over to the NBA, starting at the end of the month, the NHL a few days after that. How did you guys handle refunds on anyone that had you know season wins on either of those, uh, divisional futures, conference futures? Are those live? Did you refund those? How did that all kind of play out? You know, I don't know why, but this year we didn't use divisions. And, you know, I really, uh, I, I I wish I could tell you why we didn't do that. You know, I listen, I was in the hospital, and I don't know how many people know, I don't want to get too far into it, but I was in the hospital uh, when the season started. So maybe that's why, because usually we have the division. So we never did that. So I got, I kind of dodged the bullet there. We did have season, we did have season win totals, and I just refunded them, you know, right away. Now we still have to win the conference and to win the uh, NBA. And uh, those are up, and those are action. And, you know, some guys have what I'd call some pretty good bets, and some guys uh, not so much. But <laughs> they're, they're going to be action one way or the other. Got it. So if you have a, a Lakers to win the NBA Finals ticket that you put in back in December, for example, that's live, right? That is live. Yes, okay. sir. Got yeah. it. And, and we still have it open. The guy bet me last night. I had a real good price on um, – on Milwaukee, which I had almost no business on, and I, you know, you know, you've been around a long time like I have, and just see crazy stuff. And I needed a bet on, it, you know, so I had him three and a half to one. A guy bet me five thousand last night, and I was very happy to take him. Hmm. I'm still in a real good position with Milwaukee, and kind of helped me uh, balance out some of the other stuff where I'm not so good of a position. So that that was nice. So we're up and we're taking action. Guys are playing it. Interesting. Yeah, I've, I've talked to a few guys who were taking. I, I would say the top two teams in the East that I think people are playing, and you know, it's obviously different from book to book. To take on the Bucks would be the 76ers and the Toronto Raptors. Um, I don't feel like the Raptors are getting a ton of love nationally or in, in the kind of mainstream media, but that's a. I mean, I think they have probably the second or third best coach in the entire NBA. 
Uh, and then mm-hmm. Philly is such a weird team because their home road splits were unbelievable this year. They could not win on the road, but they could win at home. So you kind of wonder now that they're in this situation, neither home nor road, it's sort of a, a, a neutral court. Can they mentally get it together? Because that team has the talent. So, um, for, you know, for my money, I think Milwaukee's still the best team. But again, whenever you're making these bets, you're you're not only betting the players and all that, you're betting the virus, right? If the Greek freak yeah, sure. tests positive the first week of the season, yeah. your Milwaukee tickets, you might as well be able to kind of throw them, <laughs> throw them in the trash, right? So, I know. And that's why, you know, I had some good prices on it. Now, we're, we're in pretty good shape. Uh, you know, the Celtics, you know, it's okay. It's not great. But we, we make a little bit of dough. A little bit more than that on Toronto. Uh, but, you know, there's some other ones out there. You know, like the Nuggets we don't do very well on. Lakers we get hurt a little bit. Uh, but otherwise we're okay. But, I, you know, like the, the longer shots, I've tried to trim those down a little bit. And the favorites, I think you can find some pretty decent uh, value on my board right now with some of the favorites because – you know, like you were saying, one guy gets the virus, or how about four or five guys mm-hmm. get the virus? Because it usually doesn't just stay home, you know. Uh, then, uh, you know, comes with the wrong team, the wrong player, and uh, you know, kiss your ticket goodbye. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, guys, NBA, NHL starting in about 10 days or so. Uh, should be pretty interesting. Want to move over, Chris, to football. <laughs> Obviously, kind of the elephant in the room here is college football. Uh, some of the conferences have gone to, to uh, conference only. I think some are probably going to be canceling at some point. Other games as well. How are you guys approaching college football right now? Obviously, at this point, you probably have season win totals up, maybe some games of the year, all that good stuff. How are you approaching the college football season as of right now? Well, we don't. We were planning on all that stuff. As a matter of fact, I had it all set in the computer. Uh, whatever day that was, uh, where the NBA wound up canceling, and I said, listen, listen guys, just take it off. Because I, I even had it up you know, to win the college football championship, and I took it down that day. And mm-hmm. This thing is going to be bad. Uh, we had talked about putting up conference wins only. But even right now, I'm just a little skeptical on it. You know, it's one of those years, too. Oh, well, you know, and since I've been at um, the South Point in 2016, we've been really aggressive with college football. It's probably my favorite sport. And we, we try to do a lot of things. Like we put up every team uh, over and under season wins. Yes, every you do. Single I remember talking to you. I took Texas State over yeah. two and a half wins one year. I walked in and talked to you about it. <laughs> <laughs> and I cashed the ticket, my I friend. <laughs> Mm. 
Um, so I, I don't feel like, you know, listen, my, our handle's been very good, the stuff we have. I opened up exhibition uh, baseball the other day, and the handle went through the roof. Nice. You know, so I think once we get up and going with, you know, baseball in a couple of days, a week later with uh, the NHL and the NBA, uh, I am going to have my hands full, and I don't feel like putting up a bunch of stuff just to give people their money back. You know, if I hear some something more concrete, I would love to put some games of the year, conference, season win totals, et cetera, et cetera. I'd love to put that stuff up. But right now, I really just don't have the desire to do it. I mean, I'm all set. I'm ready to go. But I just don't feel like doing it, you know, essentially for nothing. Yeah, makes total sense. I can't blame you. I was um, up in Atlantic City the other day. DraftKings still has a bunch of their games of the year up. I think they had Texas versus LSU up. Yeah. And uh, it was an amazing line. It was about three points off market compared to some of the other places. And I didn't touch really? it. What do they have? Because there's, there's a lot of skepticism both ways on that. What, is, what do they I have? I believe, and I'm going off the top of my head. I'll pull it up as we're talking. I believe it was three and a half. Um, yeah. But, you know, the chances of it being played, I think, at this point – are just yeah. low compared to the time value of the money being locked up. Yeah. And then I have to deal with the situation where, okay, if they cancel the game, I believe it was in September, if they reschedule the game into the spring, so say it's like March or April, that ticket might be right. live. I, You know, th- there were no kind yeah. of rules. I asked the guy behind the cage. He didn't have a clue. Uh, yeah, three and a half, LSU minus three and a half. Um, the game as of now is September 12th. So say that that game gets rescheduled to April 1st, they're going to hold my money till April 1st, and the line might not even be a good line at that point. So that's kind yeah, of Yeah, and I mean, what's LSU with, you know, on a Saturday night, and what's LSU on a Saturday afternoon with nobody in the stand? Yep. You know I mean? You're talking about two very different home fields. So, you know, I, I, I'd be, you know I, I'm not sure I'd put my money in that. Certainly agree. Now, something I'm very bullish on compared to that is the NFL. I think no matter what, unless something crazy happens, which of course it could, but I'm fairly confident the NFL is going to at least give it a go here come September. We're talking zero preseason, maybe one preseason game. That's fine, as long as they kind of get the season going. So um, futures, you know, win totals, all that. You have the NFL stuff. Have people been, um, you know, taking action on the NFL at this point? Yeah, quite a bit, really. I think probably a lot of guys who have uh, their football bankroll earmarked, you know, some for college, some for the pros, I think they've just kind of abandoned, at least, you know, that's been my you know, a very anecdotal observation. Uh, we have all the season win totals. I put team versus team matchups, and I tried to get some interesting matchups. So I have each team in the league matched up with another team. Nice. You know, uh, with uh, win totals that you could, you know, bet one team or the other, obviously. And we have the divisions, and, you know, we have, uh, you know, the conference and uh, Super Bowl. So so we are trying to capitalize on that, and and it's been good. You know, it's been good. No uh, no complaints there. And, uh, you know, I'm with you. I mean, I, I know they're going to start the season. I'm sure hoping they can finish the season. Um, they're going to do everything they can to, to do exactly that. And, uh, you know, that, that that's really all I can go by right now. I mean, I got my fingers crossed. First of all, hoping everybody stays healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I know a few people that have actually come down with this, and it's uh, it's no bargain, and it's not just the flu. No matter what some people tell you, it's not that. Uh, so I'm hoping everybody stays healthy, and uh, hopefully we can get the season uh, started and finished. Yeah, absolutely. The NFL. 
Um, certainly the biggest money maker, obviously, for the books with fantasy football, you know, daily fantasy, all that good stuff. So uh, glad to hear that it's still up and people are taking action. Again, guys, I'm talking with Chris Andrews, director, uh, sportsbook director at the South Point Hotel and Casino in Las Vegas. Follow him on Twitter at Andrews Sports and, of course, his book, Then One Day, available on Amazon. Chris, talk to me a little bit about the parlay cards. Um Usually those go out, what, Wednesday? You scratch very few games except for a, a major injury here or there. How are you approaching the parlay cards going into this year? Well, it's funny. I just had a meeting yesterday with Michael Vaughn, and I trimmed my 10-teamer on the half-point card. We were paying 800 to 1. Uh, you know, first of all, I think that's a little high anyway. But I trimmed it to 750. I wanted to trim the ties win card because that you know most of the wise guys, the wise guy actually gets on the on the ties win card, and believe it or not, they actually bet the ten teamer. And if you look at it mathematically, and I know you're a math guy, yeah. it's really a it's probably more than we should pay. But I inherited this card, and you know Michael, he likes to remind me. He says, "You know how much money I've made on parlor cards?" <laughs> yes, I know. But I think we get up make a little bit more if we trim this one <laughs> thing, you know. But he wouldn't let me trim that one, you know, but we talked about it, and we are very proud of almost never scratching games off our parlay card. But I told him, Michael, I said, you have to be prepared. And I, I don't want you calling and screaming at me because there's going to be weeks this year when I'm going to have to scratch games from the card. I said, you know, if, you know, you get an offensive line that's sick, he might get the other five guys on the line six. Sure, too. sure. You know, and then what do I – and they're going to probably – listen, you know, listen. You know, if Mahomes goes down, I mean, everybody knows. But if it's, you know, five guys you never heard of on the offensive line, they replace them with five guys from the practice squad, they're going to play that game. Now, guys like you are going to know. The public might not know. But, I, I mean, some of these games like that, I might have to scratch. And, uh, and like I told them, I just prepared them for it because this, this year is just going to be different. It has the potential to be very different. And I think it actually will be. So I have to get ready for that. But it's... Um, you know, like I said, he does remind me all the time how much money he's made on cards. I don't want to screw that up, but I, I'd like to keep that figure in the plus for the book. And uh, I think we're, we're going to have a challenge this year. Yeah. Well, you guys, uh, and I can attest to this, everybody, you guys do have extremely good odds on those parlay cards compared to, 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 uh, to everywhere else. And look, if someone's going to come up to the book or come up to the window and complain or whatever, which I'm sure will happen, as you know. Oh, yeah. Just say, look, man, it's 2020. There's a, a national pandemic going on. Give me a break. Come on. <laughs> yeah, don't you have the internet at home? Do you not know what's going on? Here? on. The fact that we're open and offering you action is yeah. <laughs> is a blessing. No so there we go. There we go. Um, Chris, it's been a complete pleasure to talk to you. Uh, good luck going forward here with everything. Stay safe. Obviously, hopefully... As we talked about, we can get college football going on. Hopefully the NFL keeps going. I totally agree with you. I expect major handle baseball, hockey, NBA coming up in the next three weeks. Hopefully we can get some tennis going as well in August along with everything else. So definitely appreciate your time. Thank you so much for joining us. And, guys, again, follow him on Twitter at Andrew Sports. Chris, thank you so much. Well, let, let me say something to you. I mean, you're you're a hell of a guy. I know we don't know each other quite that well, but you're very respected in the community as a handicapper. And uh, I also think you're a pretty good guy. So uh, it's a pleasure being on with you. And uh, anytime you need it, uh, you need me for anything. And hopefully we'll 
maybe we'll break bread together one of these days when you come to uh, come to Las Vegas. I would uh, greatly look forward to that. I would as well. Thank you so much for the kind words. Stay safe. Best of luck. Thanks, Chris. Thank you. And with that, I want to welcome into the show Dave Mason from BetOnline.ag. You can, of course, follow Dave on Twitter at Dave Mason B-O-L. That's at Dave Mason B-O-L. Great to have you on, Dave. I think it's fair to say a few things have changed in the sports world since you and I last spoke during last year's Super Bowl. Uh, have to, of course, start off by asking you how have things been for you guys over at Bet Online since around March when all this craziness started? You know, ping pong, soccer, hot dog contest, politics, etc. Where has all the action been for you guys? Yeah, don't forget marbles, man. I mean, how, Marble. how, can, you, how can you forget marbles, dude? I mean, you can't. You can't. Hey, hey, come on. Uh, no, man, it's been crazy. It's been absolutely insane. Um, yeah, sports went down, as we all know, and um, we scrambled. Um, luckily, we have a real good uh, poker room and casino, so those guys, I mean, they've been setting record numbers for months now, and, you know, they were doing the heavy lifting while us on the sports side were handicapping marbles and, and hot dogs <laughs> and... Uh, all sorts of crazy stuff. You know, we were just grinding, right? We were grinding, <laughs> trying to make make events. You know, we had our own event with Major League Eating. I don't know if you saw that. With I did. It was great, yeah. So, yeah. you know, we, we were making events. We were busy, and, uh, you know, we put our PR machine on, and, and while other folks were just sitting there, we're like, you know what? Let's let's make our own news. Let's make our own events. And, uh, we, you know, it, it was it was – you know, all the Corona stuff aside, you know, all the what's going on. This, I'm just talking from a sports and, uh, you know, companies. You know, we learned a lot. Um, you know, our, our company's in a better position than ever because, I mean, just the poker and the casino, so many new people were coming. You know, people just trapped in their houses doing nothing, not working or, or whatever, working remotely and working from their houses and no sports on. They want to play a few hands of blackjack tonight and they come to our site and, and now, you know, now we have more players than ever to tell you the truth. So we're in a good spot, you know, sure. There are definitely some big bumps along the road, you know, a lot of learning experiences and a lot of, Oh my God, original unique issues that just aren't covered in house rules. And, and, you know, we aren't alone, but a lot of books had these crazy issues that just came up and it's like, well, hell, how do you grade this? I mean, we never really prepared for this. So, you know, it's been it's been a challenge, but, you know, it, we, we put our company in and we, we went at it aggressively like we always do, and, and we weren't just sitting down waiting for sports to come back. We Okay, poker, casino, you guys are the priority now, and, and uh, sports, let's just tread water until stuff starts coming back. And once the UFC's coming back, you know, all the soccer leagues, I mean, we're getting better action in those sports than ever. I mean, we that UFC card, that Masvidal card a couple of weeks ago, that mm -hmm. was a that was a record. Well, we set the record for our most bet card, UFC 249, which was that big um, UFC pay per view two months ago, and then we shattered that a couple of weeks ago with that Masvidal card. So I mean, people are just ready to bet. They're ready to watch sports, and and uh, it shows in our numbers without a doubt. Yeah, one thing that I'm curious to see what happens once sort of the major sports uh, restart again, quote-unquote major, you know, basketball, baseball, football, hockey, all that, 
are these sports that have seen a major uptick in action, NASCAR, golf, right. uh, UFC, all that, are those people going to stay loyal to that? Or is it going to be back to normal where they're sort of going for the other stuff? Have they created yep. um, such brand loyalty in the last three, four months that the action is going to maintain on, on those sports? I don't know the answer to that. I'll be I, curious to see sort of how that plays out here. Yeah, I think I think a little bit of both. I yeah. mean, you're going to, you know, let's take the UFC, for instance, because they've been in, in front and center. You know, they, they've done as good a job as anybody here. You know, they, they have more fans than ever, right? Um, and, and it sh- like I said, it shows in our action. Um, however, you know, I think you'll have a lot of, of those fans stick around and, and watch and bet UFC going forward. But, I'm sh- but you know, reality is there's a lot of those guys who are – maybe they'll bet it, but they won't bet as much as they do now that they can spread their money around the NFL, NBA, MLB, whatever. So, you know – it won't probably won't get as much action, but it won't get as little action as it did a few months ago. Not that it got little action a few months ago, but right. you know, kind of even its way out there between the two. Yeah, makes total sense. Um, you mentioned hot dogs. You guys got killed on what Joey Chestnut in the over and the yeah. ladies' hot dog in the over and all yeah, that, right? Yeah, it's nonsense, <laughs> man. That last freaking hot dog, dude. It's like right at two seconds. I, I you, you, you know, it's like one of those things. I'm watching it, sweating, and I'm like. Well, where did I go wrong in life? I'm here watching July 4th, sweating this guy, eating this one freaking hot. Where did I take a right when I should have took a left in life and that I'm sweating this year? But yeah, man. Because we had a, you know, a parlay. Uh, uh, will they both, will both records be broken? And it was plus money. That. Yeah, people yeah. pounded that. And uh, say, so yeah, we got Joey Chestnut. Uh, he, he, you know, had that last damn freaking hot dog he shoved in his mouth at the buzzer. Oh, well. Hit the overs, yeah. Uh, <laughs> love it. 2020, baby. Um, looking ahead, Dave, you know, baseball starting Thursday, Yankees Nationals opening night, hockey and basketball right after that about a week later. Of course, um, all going to be uh, resuming full-time within the next two weeks. Has Handle picked up on those over the last few weeks? You know, as far as just starting out with baseball specifically, uh, any sharp action that you've seen on futures, maybe win totals in baseball or props, et cetera? Yeah, a little bit. Um, you know, uh, Diamondbacks over, Marlins over, Reds over. Um, White Sox is a huge liability. Athletics yep. and the Reds behind that, but White Sox by far is our biggest liability. Um, yeah, but, but action is definitely picking up. Um, you know, people are ready to bet. People are just like a bunch of rabid dogs in their cage ready to be let out, you know, watch sports and bets. So it's going to be an absolute onslaught, and we're looking forward to it. Now, even these exhibition games, we had some odds on some of them, and it's like, what the hell? I mean, oh, my God, did we ever do this kind of action on an exhibition game before? I don't think so. So, hey, you know, the KBO, oh, my God, the games are on at 2 o'clock in the a.m., you know, two, yeah. 4 o'clock a.m., 2 a.m. in the West Coast or whatever, and it's like, oh, my Wow, these things are getting action. So, uh, yeah, we're, we're looking forward to it. But the early action, yep, it's people are coming back to the site in droves, so they're ready. Yeah, those exhibition games, man. I know you were, you and I were talking a little bit about it offline. Some of these quirky rules that they've had the last few days. I mean, the Phillies Yankees game. The Phillies had like ten guys in the lineup. They were batting out of order. I think the game ended in a tie. They just said, "All right, the hell with it. We'll go home." <laughs> so, <laughs> it's 2020, man. Yeah, like I man, said, whatever. weird stuff's go going on right flow. now. Go with the flow. <laughs> Go with the flow, guys. Uh, NBA starting next week. Hockey, of course. Uh, any futures liability, sharp action, et cetera, on those sort of same question as uh, MLB, but anything for basketball or hockey that you've been seeing? Yeah. Um, 
As far as Stanley Cup, I mean, we noticed some sharp people are taking shots at some long shots, and I guess it kind of makes sense because you know, with this whole, um, you know, the, just with the uncertainty and who knows who's gonna, people might test positive, right, and right. Who knows what's in it? Maybe there is, maybe that does even a playing field. So you know, we saw some of that. We saw some sharp guys actually taking some Canadians and Blackhawks to tell wow. you the truth. Um, liability Flyers is our biggest liability. Avalanche, Blackhawks, um, Sheet, the, the, the Heat, the Heat, right. <laughs> got some sharp action too. They're semi-long sharp shot, so um, thirty-three to one. So you know that kind of goes into my little theory there that I think maybe your sharps are seeing that some of these long shots, you know, the the playing field is the COVID is evening the playing field. So why not take some shots at some uh, long shots we're exposed yeah. on two teams uh our exposure for our nba we're only exposed on two teams we're looking good there lakers and celtics lakers and celtics okay yeah i mean this really applies to i guess basically any of the three at this point i've been talking about it with baseball but the the whole covid and the bubble and all that situation for the nba i mean you're basically taking home court out of it so those teams the top teams yep. the bucks the lakers the clippers who fought all season to get that one seat for home court it means absolutely nothing right so yep. a lot of these odds futures odds are really factoring in oh they're the one seat they're going to have home court no they're not so a team like this you know celtics the 76ers um the toronto raptors in the east it's certainly i in my opinion a much more level playing field than it would be if you're playing game seven of the eastern conference finals in milwaukee um and then to the other point you know like i I was talking about before if if the greek freak gets the virus week one of this whole thing starting the bucks are toast so you're betting against the virus as well so taking a shot on a 20 to 20 to 1 long shot for example to win the east the miami heat 33 to 1 to win the title i know a lot of sharp guys are on that as well why not i mean sure. things are going to happen it's weird there's no home court which i keep stressing uh, in the nba probably next to college basketball in my opinion home court in the nba is is the most important so uh can't really argue with anybody taking some of those long shots for sure um moving over to football Obviously, the elephant in the room, uh, college football, who knows what's going to happen with that. Uh, I am much more bullish that there is going to be an NFL season there, uh, at least that one that's going to start on time for sure. Uh, where are you guys at the, uh, as far as sort of approaching football? The college lines versus the NFL lines, have you left them up? Are you taking action? Where are you at from kind of an overall football perspective here? Yeah, it's it's been, oh my God, it's been, it's been a headache, you know. Um, it's... With the college, you know, some of the conferences down. Uh, season win totals are definitely down in college. I mean, you know, what? it's just a mess, you know. Alabama, they're going to play a couple teams out of conference who might not play and blah, 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 blah. So we took those down. Everything else is up. You know, we do take stuff down just to, okay, let's catch our breath. Let's, let's see what's going on. Let's think about this. It's been a huge cat and mouse game, so... Um, but yeah, we're, we're taking action on just about everything. Some stuff has come down, go back up. Um, a couple things are down right now that I need to kind of nudge the guys and put back up. But yeah, I mean, we're bullish too on NFL, you know, it, it but I wouldn't be surprised, you know, who, who knows this year, but I wouldn't be a bit surprised if it does start late or who knows a 12 game season yeah. or, or, or whatever. Just no, no one knows. No, no one knows. So you know, I was just talking to one of our guys. It's it's like, you know, we just have to make sure 
to keep offering the odds and make sure the wording and the rules are as as on point as possible because you know this year that there's just so much unique stuff that you know you were always covered by these damn rules you know and there's little anomalies around the way along the way that would happen but it wasn't a complete mess like this year that and and it could be more there could be more of that so i mean there could be forfeits this year there could be you know one team you know just stops playing or who the, who the hell knows or they they get to thanksgiving and then they stop or who who knows so you just got to have the wording and and everything as on point as possible i talked to a bookmaker the other day who was seriously wasn't just sort of a pipe dream theory he was seriously considering listing quarterbacks this year for games yeah. so like you list pitchers for for baseball normally uh because if you know he's saying if the chiefs are playing the dolphins right on a sunday who in the hell is going to go in there on a monday or tuesday and bet the chiefs um when patrick mahomes could get the virus on saturday so he thinks most of the action is going to come in late saturday early sunday the lines aren't going to move a ton during the week except guys who maybe just want to take a shot on it but if you list the quarterbacks and, and you know meaning in order for this bet to have action mahomes must start for example right um, so that that's one option. There's going to be a lot of kind of quirky stuff like that for sure. Yeah, so. and that, the ironic part of that is a lot of books are doing the opposite with baseball. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, we're, we're one of them. We're just changing it. You know, making changes on the site now. Uh, action only. No more listed pitchers for this season. So that's the kind of ironic part there. But yeah, I know that's been a discussion. A couple guys have asked me that, and I said I don't. I don't think so. It's just gonna be one of those damn cat and mouse games man it's just you know this this year it's just like oof, just get through this damn year <laughs> get sports back to normal and <laughs> take your lumps along the way i mean if you're betting you gotta if you're betting you have to know this wacky stuff's gonna happen and uh you know and if and if you're booking you're gonna have to be on top of this stuff more so than ever so can't leave yourself open to this stuff and uh you know, if you are betting and, and the, you are suffering these bad beats, you bet the Chiefs and Mahomes is out, well, you know, you just got to always remember that on the other side of that, there's someone that lucked out. So in the long run, you're going to yeah. you're gonna luck out just as many times as you, you're on the end of the bad beat, whether it's something like that or a horrible judges in UFC or, or any kind of bad beat. There's always a lucky winner, too. And you'll long run, you'll be that lucky winner just as often. That's a very good point. Yeah, I've been talking to people this year. I, I've been saying, guys, this is, you know, 10, 5, 10, 20 years from now, we're going to look back and say there was a lot of opportunities f to make money this year betting sports because it's a lot of information-based stuff. The books, people always assume they are sort of plugged in, know exactly what's going on. A yeah. lot of those books are not going to know that. So, uh, A lot of books are just following, you know. Yeah. Information is going to be key. and you know, especially in the Twitter world now, man, that, that's where all, a lot of information breaks. And, you know, if you got a guy, I, I, I see it with us sometimes we're asleep at the wheel. I got to say, hey, this just happened. Close these odds or whatever. So, you know, it's uh, it's going to be going to be challenging. Totally agree. Um, bet online. What kind of promotions, sign up options, all that do you guys have going on right now? Uh, yeah, man. Uh, sign-up bonuses. If you uh, use crypto, we have a 100% sign-up bonus with uh, promo code CRYPTO100. 50% welcome bonus for other methods. Promo code BOL1000. All the terms and conditions and all the other bonuses and free play giveaways are on betonline.ag slash promotions. 
Dave, you're the man. Always good catching up with you. Um, again, very strange times, but hopefully things can kind of get back to some normalcy over the next few months here. Again, guys, follow him on Twitter at Dave Mason, B-O-L. Dave, best of luck going forward here and talk to you soon, my man. All right. Thank you so much. Thanks, man. Really great stuff from both Chris and Dave there, Wags. Uh, it was great having both of them on. I love to talk about, I love specifically Dave talking about the uh, ping pong that, that uh, Bet Online was having. And of course, Joey Chestnut and the hot dog contest. <laughs> yeah, you know, it was great to hear from both of them. You know, Chris, Dave, both great guys. You know, with Chris, I'm, I'm surprised that Jimmy, his boy Jimmy Vaccaro didn't tweet out about him. But, you know, then again, maybe he did and nobody understood. It was uh, in all caps. He's the, yeah. <laughs> one of the best followers on Twitter, right? All, yeah, all caps, no punctuation. You know, you, if you, you need a Dakota ring to, to figure all that out. But, you know, that said, they, they both kind of echoed the same things, right? They're, they're barely scraping to get by, relying on uh, poker and blackjack, I, I think uh, Dave was, um, just to – uh, you know, scrape by again and, you know, needing these one and two off sports, if you can even call them that, to draw action. I mean, like you said, ping pong, major league eating. I mean, I think he was even talking, not even talking about the hot dog eating contest. He was talking about random events he was putting on. Uh, it's pretty wild, you know, but I, I think in all seriousness, a lot of these uh, sports are getting new followers who will stick. I, I know I'm pretty in on NASCAR right now and um, you there we at, go. It's about yeah. time. Hey. Yeah, you, you, you look at soccer and golf. I mean, you know, you probably don't have a, a lot. You know, may, people might follow here and there. You know, the Masters is on. They turn it in, you know, tune it in or, um, you know, the English Premier League or the World Cup's on, things like that. Uh, but now you, you get these kind of uh, minor league uh teams and, and people trying to bet on anything that they can. You know, everybody's out there, you know, Pretending to be an expert is an expert. They, you know, everybody knows everything. Uh, but I think with all these major sports coming back, it's going to be great for these guys. Um, I'm sure they can't wait, and I can't wait to see uh, what other guests we're going to have on this show this year. So pretty pumped about that. Yeah, we're going to have some good ones for sure. I, I did find it interesting talking with them about, like, will these sports stick, right? Will people who have been betting UFC or golf or NASCAR the last three, four months, like, will they stick with that when – NBA, when baseball, when football starts up, I was saying like, I don't know the answer to that. It'll be really, really interesting. Yeah. Um, I, th I think you'll see, I think you'll see some, I don't think all of them. And I think, uh, I don't know if it was Dave or Chris, I forget who, who mentioned, you know, I think, you know, a little bit of both. Um, yeah. I also think it depends on who had success over the, uh, this coronavirus season, right? right? If people won on NASCAR, won on golf, I think they'll stick to it and, and try to bet it again. And if they got taken, they're going to be like, you know, the hell with this. I'm sticking to what I know. Yeah, I mean, I've been posting my NASCAR. It's been successful. It's a sport I've been bet a lot. Um, you know, if, if if there's a football game on or a basketball game on or a baseball game on, I'll watch that instead of NASCAR. Sure. Absolutely. But do I enjoy watching it when there's minimal things, minimal other options? Yeah, I mean, I, I enjoy watching it, but certainly other things are better to watch. But as far as betting, I mean, NASCAR is definitely toward the top there. Um, speaking of good things to bet on and how to make money, MLB starts Thursday. Yes, sir. NHL starts like 10 days from now. Uh, yep, 11, I think. Okay, there we go. NBA uh, right around the same time as NHL. So we'll jump into, I guess, MLB first. We'll talk about that because that starts Thursday. Nationals uh, versus the Yankees is the first game there. My M MLB futures went out on Monday, which is awesome. Um, tweeted out it was just nice to be able to fill out that card i wasn't sure if i was going to be able to do that this year so yeah great um, in, great insight there i think it kind of 
you know, some of your plays that you tweeted out gives you a, you know, there's a lot of insight into how you view the divisions and which teams you think are going to be hot and not. So, uh, you know, if you haven't purchased the package, it's definitely worth it. There's a lot of plays out there. So um, I think it'll help you kind of shape out what, you know, what's to expect over this, uh, the next, what, uh, 60 games. 60 of days. Baseball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, a lot of people have been asking me about sort of my approach this year. Obviously, it's different than others. I've had extreme success in MLB futures over the years. My general rule of thumb this year that I've been sort of rolling with is um, leaning toward the unders on the season win total. You know, look, I mean, these win totals are priced so that for an over to cash this year on an MLB season win, basically everything has to go right. You have to avoid injuries to star players. You have to avoid guys or whole t- or whole teams testing positive for the virus. Uh, you have to trust that guys will stay mentally into it, even if their team is out of it. They might just get freaked out if they start nineteen or if they start nine. If a team starts nine and nineteen, they might just mentally check out. They don't want to get the virus. They don't want to risk it. They might just sort of mentally check out. Um, whereas the opposite is true for unders. If even just one of those things that I just mentioned happens, you are in a really advantageous position to cash the under. So I started with that premise. Um, now, look, I definitely did play a few overs, but overall, I definitely played a lot more unders. And we'll get to an under as one of my free plays later. Uh, secondly, as far as divisions, pennant, World Series, Futures, Wags, in a normal 162-game season, there's usually very, very, very little value on those long shots. The Tigers, the Orioles, the Marlins. The sample size is just so high in baseball, 162, that the top teams rise to the top and usually get there by the end. The value usually is actually to play those top teams a month or two into the season after they've gotten off to a slow start. The Dodgers from a few years ago, the year that they made the World Series, come to mind. They started off like 24 and 37, I think, um, crushed it for the rest of the year, but they were up to like 12 to 1 to win the World Series because they got off to that slow start. So, that's probably not going to happen this year just because those teams are going to be really, really focused. Managers are going to use their their bullpens differently, not be saving guys toward the end. And I'll finally just say this. To have some analogy here, I liken it to a football game. If the Chiefs are playing the Bengals and it's a four-quarter normal game, the Chiefs are very, very, very often going to win that game the majority of the time. But if you shorten the game to just one quarter – the Bengals' odds improve dramatically. The money line on the Bengals is going to come down. The point spread on the game is going to come down. Why? Because it's a much smaller sample size. So look at it like that, 60 versus 162. Those long shots definitely have a much greater chance here. Absolutely. And then we just heard uh, you know, Chris and Dave talking about that, right? There's uh, some liability on some of those long shots because of probably this exact premise, right? You have a lot of sharps like yourself. Um, who know this, who, who take advantage of that or try to because, you know, the odds were out of control. I think you tweeted the other day the Marlins were at 200 to 1, and now they dropped by half. You mm-hmm. never rarely see that um, to 100 to 1. And, you know, I think it's like, hey, you never know what's going to happen in a shortened season. Um, you know, whole teams come down. Look, they spend – they're so close together in the dugout. You know, one guy gets it. It could wipe out the whole team. And next thing you know, the Nationals are sitting uh, on the bench for 14 days. they got to bring up random guys. Uh, and, the, and the Marlins, uh, you know, might – Make some uh, make some ways in the NL East. So, and you, you know. can even hedge that. I mean, if the if it's like a week left in the season, the Marlins are a game or two out with like the Mets. You know, you just bet bet the Absolutely. other side for a week at two hundred to one, hundred to one. I mean, you can yeah, make some you're money. You're gonna make some money. Absolutely. Yeah. So for sure. All right, NHL. Uh, I think you said eleven days. 
Um, how have you been approaching it? Where are you from like a future standpoint? I know and sort of walk me through it if you could. The playoff structure, there's already some series that are in place, but there are some play in series as well, right? Yep. Yeah, definitely. Um, it actually brings me to a question um, that one of our I got in, in the DM. Um, I think it was Alex who asked if we can discuss what type of research strategies we use, um, you know, to make our investments. And, um, you know, while I won't give away the secret sauce, so to speak, um, you know, there's a lot that goes into it. Uh, I'd say, you know, just at first glance, you got to look at you know who the matchup is, who the injuries are, where are the games being played, um, looking at the history between the teams. You know, do, is there bad blood? Understand, um, you know, what's on the line. Is it one team's you know Stanley Cup for the year? I mean, I know Ottawa's not playing, but you know when Ottawa was playing, let's say um, you know the Bruins, they were going to go all out, right? Bruins, the number one team in the league, or top three, arguably. Uh, Ottawa's going to play a gritty game, and and they upset some some major teams this year and and that's what you have to really look at you know is it a conference game are there playoff implications um you know is it just a normal game you know how, how many games did they got the teams play this week was there a lot of travel done you know the list goes on and on and on you know i, I just named off like 10 things and probably, i don't want to bore everybody to death but that's literally just scraping the surface before we really kind of dive in further and start um, analyzing the numbers and things like that. So, um, Alex, I hope that helps answer your question a little bit. Again, we don't want to give away the secret sauce with the numbers and analyzing the data. And, um, you know, again, one, one, one I guess, uh, tip I'd give is analyze the referees, right? Um, you know, certain sure. referees in, in, in hockey in, are going to... any sport, especially baseball yeah. and hockey, yep. Yeah, I mean, you know, one referee might, might make 10 penalty calls a game on average. I mean, that, that seems a little high, but um, you know what I'm saying? There, there's going to be guys in the box often, uh, power plays, power plays equal goals, and, and you know, you, you start looking at the over a little bit. Um, so things like that, Alex, I uh, hope that helps. Um, you know, as far as the NHL, you know, again, like you said, that is my bread and butter. This year's playoff format, uh, obviously a little different. Uh, you're going to get um, the top eight teams, four in the East, four in the West. Those top four teams in each conference are going to play a round robin head-to-head against each of those four teams, so three games. Uh, the best record will land with the one seed and so on and so forth. Uh, any records tied, uh, it goes to the regular season uh, percent winning uh, percentage. So uh, that's how it'll rank out. And then the rest are basically play in games to play those four teams in each conference. So okay. you have eight teams fighting it out for uh, four spots. Uh, so then you'll end up with a normal kind of hockey regular season. And, and those will be best of five series. Uh, so you got the Islanders and the Panthers and, and so on and so forth. Uh, you know, Calgary and Winnipeg. Yeah. There, there's eight, eight of those. They, they're the play-in games, best of five series, uh, and the winners will move on. Now, what's interesting here um, is that it's going, you know, those who lose the qualifying round, so these play-in games, will have a chance at the number one spot in this year's draft. Um, there was the draft that took, ba- took place about six weeks ago, uh, or the draft lottery, I'm sorry, took place six weeks ago. And there was like, uh, you know, uh, less than a 5%, it might have been a 1% chance for one of these teams to end up in the number one spot. Well, it happened. Um, And now one of these top 
teams is going to end up with the number one pick, uh, who's more than likely going to be Alexis Lafreniere, a Canadian left winger. Um, you know, he's phenomenal. But I will say the top 10 picks, I mean, are going to end up with really, really good players. So, um, you know, I think a lot of these teams will be fighting to, to advance. Uh, you won't see anybody sleeping. I don't think, um, you know, nobody wants to go out there and lose. Um, you know, and I'll give you a little hint. Uh, this playoffs, the playoff uh, playing games are, are going to be pretty interesting. And I think um, for those uh, listeners who might not know the original six, I think every original six team that is in the playoffs now, I think there are five of them, uh, have the chance to advance. And, and two of them are pretty big underdogs. So Google original six. Uh, that might help you make some money there. <laughs> there we go. Good. Um, yeah, you know, I was sort of diving into it a little bit. Not that I have anywhere near kind of the knowledge on it that you do. But um, as far as the Eastern Conference, I mean, weren't the Tampa Bay Lightning one of the top teams going in to the season here? They're, they're th- uh, plus 300, the co-favorites with Boston to win the East. Would, would those two teams sort of be the top two that you'd be looking at in the Eastern Conference um, for right now? Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, those are the two top dogs, and I actually wouldn't have any problem playing both of those teams uh, to win it all. I think they're both, um, you know, somewhere around plus plus six fifty. Both. Right, both the co-favorites. Right. Yep. Because um, I think you know more than likely again, it's tough to say because last year Tampa Bay was the clear favorite to win it all. I think they were. You know, these two teams are very good. They're six and a half to one. I think Tampa last year was four to one. Um, to win it all at this point and they got swept in the in the first round right so anything could happen in the in the hockey playoffs I mean uh, I think we heard Dave kind of talk a little bit about that um, a lot of these sharps are taking some dogs um, you know similar to what I just mentioned uh, you know seconds ago so um, anything could happen but you know smart money Boston I mean they're just a well-built machine Tampa um, you know great goaltending uh, great all-around team fast uh fun to watch so you know i i kind of want them to go deep even though they're you know i like the underdog typically they're just fun to watch i mean both of those teams i would not hate it to see those teams in the um eastern conference finals chicago blackhawks 75 to 1 to win the cup yeah look i'm hearing things i'm just saying hey you know what anything could happen uh you know i remember one year i forget when the hurricanes won the cup uh you know 10 years ago 15 years ago um they were an eight seed right things happen in these in these stanley cup playoffs it's a little weird um you know the season with the start and go now uh so who knows who knows what's going to happen and and like everybody mentioned uh to this point including myself yourself and dave and chris with covid you know one guy gets it you know even though they're in these bubbles and uh you know, things can happen. You get a guy like uh, Crosby, McKinnon, um, Drysaddle. You know, anybody gets sick, it's it's going to be uh, an issue. So um, watch out. There's going to be some upsets. It's going to be fun. Uh, I know I'm looking forward to it and, and uh, you know, going to be on the right side of a lot of winners here. Absolutely. Your hockey package is up. Uh, the real Mr. STL.com. It includes what for, uh, it includes futures and basically the entire playoff. So it takes them yep, to it's everything until the I final mean, you're going to get right? every you're yep. going to get everything. If you buy the package, you will get every one of my plays that I am going to enter myself for myself. Um, futures, play in games, uh, the round robin and then the entire playoff Stanley Cup uh, finals, awesome. etc. 
And that goes the exact same for my NBA. So it's the exact same setup, guys. Playoffs get you the regular season games, the futures, the playoffs. Uh, a word on the NBA. So there's no home court this year, obviously. Everyone's going to be playing in the bubble in Orlando. So to me, the NBA home court next to like college basketball, college football are right up there as far as important. So a team like the Milwaukee Bucks, you know, the Eastern Conference Finals Game 7 is not going to be in Milwaukee this year. It's going to be in Orlando with nobody watching. So um, they've been fighting all year. They're, the, they're clearly the best team in the East. But you play to get the one seed to get that home game to get that home court advantage in the playoffs. That's not going to happen this year. So those odds that you're seeing, those numbers, um, are not really reflective of those teams not having home court anymore. Not to say that the Bucks still shouldn't be the favorites in the East or will win the East, but just kind of keep that in mind that, um, uh, you know, a one seed versus a three seed or a two seed versus like, that doesn't really matter as much this year because the seeding, there's no travel, there's no home court, there's none of that stuff. So, you know, Lakers, Clippers, definitely the, the cream of the crop in the West in my opinion, but the East is a little bit more wide open than I think it normally would be. You have teams like the Raptors, the 76ers, and the Celtics, I think, that are right there. A lot of Sharps, as Dave talked about, are taking a stab on the Miami Heat, primarily, I think, because of their, of their three-point shoot, shooting, uh, along with kind of the, the Houston Rockets mold, a team that could just get hot, a team that plays defense like the Heat and can shoot, can win series, can win games. So, Absolutely. And just I some think, thoughts uh, on that. I'm pretty sure the Heat, um, you know, did pretty well against some of those top teams uh, throughout the year. So, Great record. Yep. You know, yep. They, yep. They know how to play. They're scrappy. They're not scared. They're going to go in uh, guns blazing. And um, it's a good point about the home home court for the NBA. I mean, home ice and hockey, there isn't going to be any, right? Toronto, Edmonton. I mean, maybe you can argue that those teams might have a slight advantage. In, um, but, you know, that's it. Everybody else, everybody's going to be there. Um, there's not going to be fans. Uh, that's it's, confirmed, right? It's going to be those two cities. Yep, that is confirmed. Okay. That's okay. Uh, they'll be traveling, I believe, in uh, the next five days or so to go. So all teams will be traveling to those cities, respectively. Uh, Eastern Conference in Toronto, Western Conference in Edmonton. Um, and the best thing about the hockey, I'm um, getting my package, uh, especially if you're working from home, is that you're going to have hockey all day long. I mean, literally, it starts at noon. It's going to end at midnight. Um, you're going to have four, five, six games a day uh, for the first round. Um, it's going to be incredible. Uh, so you'll, you'll be able to turn on um, NBC, I think TBS maybe, and uh, hopefully you guys have NBC Sports. Um, so that's who will be airing um, you know, the, the hockey uh, Stanley Cup playoffs. Yeah, NBA is going to be doing the same. They're going to have like day games. It's basically going to be going to be – Awesome. Between that, there's obviously going to be baseball matinees and stuff. So, uh, look, we haven't had really any of these major sports in three, four months. So now we get them during the day and at night nonstop. So we earned it. We'll take it. Exactly. Um, all right, guys, before we hop into the free plays, we will be doing the free $150 contest as usual once uh, the NFL starts. So, uh, you know, we're going to be giving out three questions. Whoever gets them right, whoever gets it in first is going to win either cash or site credit. Obviously, that will start up once Monday, Monday night football begins. So look out for that over the next few months here. Um, all right. It is free play time. Wags, you want to do the honors or you want me to go first? Yeah, I'll break the ice. Uh, no pun intended. Um, free play here. It's going to be the uh, Calgary Flames series winner. Um, I've seen it as low as uh, minus 120. I've seen it as high as minus 135. I'm fine with either. Um, I think a lot of the public are going to be on Winnipeg. Um, 
Winnipeg does have, you know, a solid team, sharp shooting, good goalies. But, um, you know, I think Calgary gets it done. I do like them. I've liked them all year. Um, you know, hopefully I'm not falling into a trap. Uh, I do like this play, free play, Calgary Flames, series winner over the Winnipeg Jets. Awesome. I am going for my free play on the pod here with a Major League Baseball season win total. I'm going with the Boston Red Sox under 31 Woo. wins. 31 is readily available. There are a few 31 and a halfs out there, uh, but they're juice. So under 31 minus 110. I talked a little bit before about betting unders versus overs this year. Uh, and again, to cash an over, basically everything has to go right. Nothing wrong to cash an under ticket. You just need one or two of those things to go wrong or to happen, I should say. Um, Boston, 84 and 78 last year with a plus 73 run differential. Uh, and that was with Mookie Betts, the reigning AL MVP from 2018. He had a 6.6 war, wins above replacement, top 10 in the league. They lose him. They also lose Chris Sale, one of the top pitchers in the league, elbow surgery. They also lose their World Series winning manager, Alex Cora. Uh, just a lot of changes for this Boston team, along with the travel and the whole COVID situation. I could see this team checking out soon once they sort of start off slow. Are you uh, saying they're a, that, bi- a big public favorite, uh, those Red Sox? They, they always are. People love betting <laughs> Boston. They love betting the Yankees and all that. Um, on top of that, in my view, the Yankees are really, really good this year. Vastly improved, as are the Rays, as are the Blue Jays. The Orioles are dumpster fire. Don't worry about them. But three of the four teams in that division are much better. So the Red Sox are playing the majority of their games against those teams. Um, So there's just not a ton for them to improve upon last year's winning percentage. Uh, And then as far as their schedule outside of the AL East, they draw the NL East, which I have power rated as the top division in the the entire, uh, in uh, all of Major League Baseball. So between losing their top guys, the schedule, you know, having to basically duplicate last year's um, numbers to get to where you need them to go here to go over. Uh, I really like this under. Taking under 31 for the Boston Red Sox. There we go. Good stuff. Awesome. Um, looking, fo- looking forward to the seasons to start, huh? I mean, this is seriously. like perfect timing for us getting, uh, you know, to get going here. Um, you know, this is going to be a, a fun ride over the next uh, several months, um, you know, with, with all this uh, sports starting and, and trying to figure out where college football falls, where NFL falls. But at least we got baseball NBA, hockey, um, ready to go. Let's do this. Let's do this. Is right. Guys, follow us across all platforms, Twitter, at Captain Wags. I'm at the Real Mr. ACL on Instagram as well. Support the pod. Give us a five-star rating. We are going to be giving away prize packs every month. So all you have to do is leave a five-star rating. Put your Twitter handle in the review section so we know how to reach out to you if you win. We have a little randomizer that just basically – goes through um, uh, each person that left that five-star review and their Twitter handle, and we're going to pick one a month. So five stars, leave your t- Twitter handle, and we're going to pick one at random every month. So that would be awesome. Um, and, yeah, therealmrcl.com is where you can get all the stuff, packages, articles, free plays, everything. Hit us up on Twitter, obviously, if you have any questions. Uh, and this was fun. Got anything else, Wags, or are we ready to get out of here? No, let's get out of here. You can follow me at Cap and Wags, and um, you know, let's get this started. All right, folks. We'll talk to you soon for Cap and Wags. I'm ACL. Talk to you later.